Warning, this podcast is rated not safe for work for profanity, sexual innuendo, and general silliness. All right, um, welcome back, witches. Um, this will have been a week for you guys. It's only been about half hour or so for us. We got tacos. We did. Yeah, we did. Tacos for lunch. Yes. You made me a margarita. It's a wine margarita. It's a marker. There's no tequila in it? No. no. Oh, well, shit. Okay, so this week on the Macabre Academy, I am going to be talking about a hometown favorite. Is and it a favorite if I don't know anything about it? I mean, it's just, yeah. it's very well known to a lot of people in Pennsylvania. Like, um, I've heard of it, but like, do I know shit? No. Like, there's, like, I mean, there's even stuff in here that I found out, and I'm fascinated by Centralia. Which is what we're doing, Central APA. Dun 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 dun. 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 Okay, so for <laughs> those of you who are not familiar with Central APA, it is the town that has had a mine fire burning under it for over fifty years. Fuck. Yes, that is a long time. And this is actually a fairly common occurrence. There are lots of mine fires around the nation and around the world itself that have mine fires burning. The only reason that Centralia is of particular interest is because of the fact that it was one of um, the U.S.'s most devastating. So coal from the local mines fueled its homes and its economy and its 1,200 residents worked, played, and lived as a tight-knit neighborhood. The formerly busy burg has turned into a ghost town. And the cause was because of the mine fire that has been burning for the over 50 years. Um, And it has resulted in just the community being completely and utterly devastated. Um, As of right now, there are only about five or seven um, members from the town that still live there. Um, The rest has been evicted. I keep hearing weird clicky sounds. There is a cat breaking into a cupboard. Are you sure? Because I thought it was the apartment ghost. Oh, no. Like, well, he's in the, the cupboard. <laughs> I thought it was the apartment ghost, since Brandy told us her apartment is supposedly haunted. It's haunted by a bitch named Amanda who hates me. Wait, how did you determine that she hates you? Ouija board, she told me. That's Why are you Ouija fucking board. with Ouija boards? No, no, no. That's, that's a toy. That's not a real Ouija board. Listen... Also, the closet in my bedroom will randomly open by itself at all times. I believe that. It's yeah. carpeted. That's hard to do. Yeah. So in Centralia, it's not haunted. It's mine coal fires. Yes. So it is just basically a town that was um, very alive and well in its early years and is now a complete and utter ghost town because of this coal mine fire. And actually, some of some of the the uh, photos from it are very beautiful, very haunting because of the fact that you can see a lot of the cracks in the ground from the mine fire, from where the road has just started to collapse on itself. There are occasionally times you can see smoke from the underground mine fire still coming up to the surface, and it is very unsafe because of carbon monoxide, things like that, sinkholes to actually tour the town. Hold on. So is like the heat from the fire causing expansion and then sinkage? 
That I'm not sure. Um, I might actually talk about it in the research that I found. I'm, but I'm not exactly sure what, if it's just the heat, if it's the fire itself, like if it's a combination of the whole thing that is causing this deterioration of the earth. I'm assuming the heat from these fires would cause expansion to cause these rocks. Yeah, the, the ground beneath the city itself uh, sometimes reaches over 900 degrees Fahrenheit. God. That's really fucking That's hot. That's hot. No. If it makes me sweaty, I'm out. Natural hot. If you've never been in a natural hot spring, it is the most amazing thing on the planet. No, okay, we that's don't. fair. No, I thought we established fresh hair, fresh air, morbid style is it's for dead, dead people. people. You go outside, I'm, you die. I mean, I'm dead inside, so. That's fair. But you hike, so you found these natural hot springs and things. Oh, no, I I went to Costa Rica, and we went to a natural hot spring. Oh, well, listen here, bitch. <laughs> Some of us have never left this side it was of Mississippi. A cl- it was a class trip. I've been on the Mississippi. What? I never made it that far. In fact, well, I was... We drove to California and back when we were kids. I was on... I, I, Me and my uncle took the Tom Sawyer down the Mississippi. <laughs> Okay, okay, all right, well, you, you proceed. Anyways, this traveled person. So, as I have stated, coal seam fires are nothing new. Um, Centralia is just the United States' worst and one of history's most devastating. Because before the 1962 fire, Centralia had been a mining center for over a century. Um, it was home to a rich deposit of anthracite coal and the town was incorporated after mining began in the 1850s quick side note since we had to re-record this episode long story short source material is from so the source that i am getting this thank you for reminding me is um from aaron blakemore who has this um article on the history channel's website uh history.com yeah, we, we were drunk bitches. And oh, we're good at. Yeah, and did not record. We had the mic on mute. So we had to start over. Yes. So here we are. Take two. No Take one two. said we were smart. <laughs> so, um, fun little interest, uh, fun little history about the town. During the 1860s, the town was home to members of the Molly Maguires, a secret society that originated in Ireland and made its way to American coal mines along with Irish immigrants. In the late 1860s, the Molly Maguires are suspected to have committed a rash of violence within Centralia. Wait, wait. Secret society immediately makes me think of esoteric unknowable knowledge. Do we know what, like, their secret society was protecting? We do not yet, but there is a link to it. Um, so I can find that out. Or if somebody wants to Google it while... Not sponsored by Google. We can we can do fair. that as well. Um, I can get some more information on that at a later time. I probably should have just... That'd be a fun it. other episode, like, secret societies. We could probably oh. include it, because I do want to do secret societies. It's like a legal self-help organization. I was going to say, I had a feeling it might be something like that because mm-hmm. people that, I believe I'll get into it, but they were afraid that like the Molly Maguires and other groups were going to unionize mine workers. Yeah, it's a legal self-help organization for Irish immigrants existed in the form of ancient order of, I'm going to butcher this, Hibernians? 
Hibernians. I yeah, think I know that word. That sounds yeah. familiar. But yeah, it just seems like a legal self-help thing, and it's not like it's secretive. Like we know more than you. Yeah, it's secretive in the fact that they were trying to better the working conditions of Irish immigrants. But they had to do it on the DL. Yeah. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, are suspected uh, to have committed a rash of violence within Centralia. As Pennsylvania historian Daryl B. Johnson notes, the Molly Maguires were implicated in everything from the murder of the town's founder, Alexander Ray, to the death of the area's first priest, which is very morbid. <laughs> I feel like you have to be fucked to murder a priest. Right? Like, how? Like, uh, there's only certain circumstances in which you should murder a priest. <laughs> well, I mean, we're all we're all of an alternative faith, even though we were raised Roman Catholic, but I don't think any of us would fucking slaughter a priest. I mean, unless they're a pedophile. I mean, like, well, maybe that's okay. they deserved it. Do you think? Like, I'm in, like, if they're a bad person and they deserve to die, then maybe I just need to take them out. Like, if not, I've got a list for you, then, if that's the case. But like, you know, like, I'm not saying it's okay to kill people, but maybe it's okay to kill bad people. That's fair. That's, that's fair. But Boondock Saints, that's the entire philosophy. Yeah. And like, maybe this priest was just like a bad person. We don't know. We don't. Some priests are bad people. Yes. Fucking well, we can, we can entertain this idea when we get into our true crime yeah. yes. cases, but let's, let's worry about mind fires. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Some believe that the Mollies were guilty, while others claim that the Mollies were framed by owners of the mines who feared that the members of the Mollies and other organizations would organize the mine workers into unions. What's bad about that? Well, we work at a big box store and like their entire thing is like, unions are bad. And I There's... work for a union and it was really good in some places and other places it sucked. Yeah. Yeah. That's a debate for another day. I can promise you. Oh yeah. There's pros and cons to everything. Unions are the same way. That's fair. Eventually after a brutal attempt to subdue the Mollies and the execution of some of the group's suspected leaders in 1877, the crime wave ended. Centralia's dependence on mining didn't, though. By 1890, it was home to over 2,700 people, most of them miners and their families. And even though the stock market crash and Great Depression struck a strong blow to the coal industry, it did not ruin Centralia. What did the cause of the mine fire. So the whole way that the mine fire started is that there was a section of Centralia that they turned into a landfill and there happened to be an abandoned mine pit right at the landfill. This was a guy's idea. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Some dude was like, you know what? Let's just take all this shit and burn it. Set it on Here, fire. Here's this area we don't use anymore. We'll just stick it there. And their wives were like, hey, maybe you shouldn't. And they were like, shut up, women. Oh, my God. If a man came at me and said, hey, you're not using that. I'm just going to stick it there. That's a poor argument. I'm just throwing that out. You're not wrong. <laughs> I didn't think about it that way. It just came out of your mouth, and I just had to let it. Like, I couldn't leave it lie. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so, because, as you would expect from a town, the landfill was an unsightly thing that they decided they had to do something about. So, in May of 1962, the city council proposed cleaning up the local landfill in time for Centralia's Memorial Day festivities. And they, and all their brilliance, decided the best way to do this was light that bitch on fire. 
also men. So do they use an accelerant or an explosive? That they do not seem to know exactly what they did to set it on fire. I feel Um, like an accelerant would exacerbate the situation. There is, I have not found anything that says specifically what they used to start the fire, but because of the fact that it was right at the, uh, at this abandoned mine pit, it is believed that the, they set the landfill on fire and it spread to the abandoned mine pit and caught coal on fire, which then started a chain reaction to light the entire underground mine on fire. You can look at other cases of underground mine fires. These things take forever to put out and there is little to no way to actually just stop it, which I will get into. Well, if it's been 50 years and they haven't stopped it yet, I believe you. And yeah. like, and it's because of like reasons why they can, because they did try to come up with ways, but it's primarily because of all the different mine accesses. Like there are just so many tunnels and things like that, that it would be next to impossible and so expensive to try and go through, find all of them, shut them all down, enclose all of them and but just they, suffocate the fire. But they relocated all those families, like people's lives. It was cheaper. That, fuck that. I'm <laughs> sorry. My sure. life is worth a little more. I'd be like, I'd be like up. I'd be like the last dude in that mm-hmm. house, curmudgingly yelling at men, you know, because yes. like, don't touch my house. Get the fuck off my lawn. What are you kids doing? Like that would be me. Mm-hmm. And there are, like I said, like there are still a few people that live there. I mean, Centralia doesn't even have a zip code anymore. Wait, how many people are still there? It's like five or seven. So wait, how is that legal? We'll get into that. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm listening. Um, so soon a fire was raging in a coal seam beneath Centralia. It spread to mine tunnels beneath town streets, and the local mines closed due to unsafe carbon monoxide levels. Multiple attempts were made to evacuate and put out the fire, but all of them failed. The reason, ironically, is the aftermath of the mining that defined Centralia for all of those years. There are so many abandoned mine tunnels in the area that one, many, or all could be fueling the fire. And it would be prohibitively expensive and likely impossible to figure out which one stokes the fire and to close off every single one of them. So, like, I have a question. Do things grow there? There's, like, trees and shit. Yes. I saw them in pictures. Yes, there is still stuff that grows there. It is just due to the how hot the earth gets, due to the fact that this fire creates sinkholes, it creates this carbon monoxide. It is unsafe for people to live there. Okay, but, like, my only question. If trees grew there, would their roots not catch fire? Well, this is... Mouse, like yeah, this is like under, like well under the ground. Okay. So, as I had stated, there are some areas where the ground underneath the city reaches over nine hundred degrees Fahrenheit. Um, Smoke pours from sinkholes and gas-filled basements. Residents started to report health problems, and homes began to tilt. One person, Greg Walter, wrote for People in 1981, even the dead cannot rest in peace. Graves in the town's two cemeteries are believed to have dropped into the abyss of fire that rages below them. Wait, wait. So you're saying that these bodies fell through the ground into the fires 
and were involuntarily cremated. It is believed so. So, like, question. <laughs> Let's say I die there and my body's there. Could they dig me up and move me? Theoretically, they, like, are they allowed? Too to expensive. Do? It sounds like too expensive. I mean, yeah, but like, I let's don't say, like, know. I'm a millionaire, and I tell my family I don't want to be burned, and then like they're like, oh shit, this fire's underground. That I don't know because, bitch. like I said, like even now, if you, I don't as, anymore because of how long this fire has raged. I think it's more of a safety concern because okay. there are you are able to go visit Centralia, but there is a certain point where you're not allowed to go because the fat, like, it is a great safety risk because you can just be walking along and fall into a sinkhole and fall and die into well, the un in the fire raging below here no well don't aren't these problems coming up because they didn't like know it until it was too late like these houses were tilting and like people or were hanging out in their houses ignore it because they're blissful stupid. ignorance yes like mm. oh we're just gonna ignore that and like mm, i don't want to see it until it like slaps you in the face and it's like hey i'm here don't ignore me yeah i want to say that i did see something about that but i don't quite remember what the answer to that is so i don't want to comment until i have facts okay fair because i do recall reading something or watching a video and i'm gonna have like links to videos um because there's a lot of very fascinating ones about this town earlier um in that year i'm what was it 1962 yes 1962 um a 12-year-old boy fell into a sudden sinkhole created by the fire barely escaping death what so to my point of you just have a to kid be careful chilling out kid just walking out. around all of a sudden a sinkhole opened up because of the fire heating up the ground and he could have fallen and died God. or almost did not could have he almost did yeah he yeah, almost he did fell. That's fuck. I'd be out. Yeah. So at this point, I still want to go, but like I don't want to live there. I change. I yeah. I change. I change my stance. I'm not the curmudgeon. I'm like peace out, guys. Yeah. Like this. This is a dangerous town. Unless I'm right on like the edge. Like I want to be right on the edge of dangerous. So like if my house is here, and then like 20 feet away is like the dangerous zone. I'm in. I'm blocked down the street. Yeah. Like I'm in. So like at this point, there is really not a whole lot they can do. Um, so rather than put out the fire, Congress decided to buy out its residents, paying them to move. That's how they did it. We'll pay you to get out. <laughs> Here, have this nice new home in a safe place where your children yeah, won't take the money and leave. But like, do we really think Congress paid them a lot? It depends on. It was enough. They were like, "Hey, your house is worth like five grand. I'll give you twenty. Like, you're I not mean, buying a house for twenty grand." And, and this place, was also the 60s. Okay, never mind. Your house is worth like five grand. I'll give you $20. <laughs> That's your correction. You, you Not 20000 $20. Because $20. <laughs> that, oh wait, Shag Conference from the 70s. <laughs> like $20. Ask me how much I think a house is. $20. I'm trying to buy a house right now. I don't want to. No. Uh-uh. I've got Ryan's grandma's house that I'm being left. So you're just going to wait. Wait it yeah. out. That's fair. She's I'm like 95. Not. I'm not. I'm not waiting. I'm not okay for her to die, but like your house is gorgeous and I will take it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, you're not allowed to die because I love you, but I'll take your home. Yeah, but these people got robbed of that shit, though. Like, they're That's not getting their- me off. Like, did you think they had enough time to, like, let's say I have, like, my grandmother's, like, valuables and shit. Like, do you think I was given enough time to get yeah. my shit out of there? I, I feel like they probably would have had the time because okay. this is something that would have, um, this happened because you have to realize, like, so far this thing has been burning for 50 years. And so this is between this whole thing of like the mine fire and moving people out started in the 60s and finished in the early 90s. Oh, so they had plenty of time. They had time to do this. It was not like Chernobyl. (laughs) This was not Chernobyl (laughs) where they're like, oh, yeah, it'll be fine. Come back in a couple weeks. And oh, no, just joking. All your shit's still there. (laughs) Can we go there? Chernobyl? I don't think you're no, allowed to go like, to no how's it pronounced prep pripped i have Pre-pet. no i have no Pre-pet. idea prepet prepet uh, yeah whatever Pre-pet. poland i want to go just Let's no go. don't watch dark tours that i enough. already did but now i want to be there and touch i just want to watch chernobyl i haven't watched that oh i watched that too but i just want to touch things <laughs> too. like just Okay, but this place isn't radioactive. We can go there. Yeah, can you I can go there. Things? You just have to be very careful. There are sections that mm-hmm. are blocked off. Um, it's kind of go at your own risk. Are they, like, blocked off? Like, if you're under this weight, you probably won't break the earth. You can go. But you are a skinny bitch. I was going to say, I, mean, I think like, you might be the lightest out of like, all of I'm us. I'm a skinny bitch, and, like, I could go there. We could take, like, <laughs> like a robot. Like, we could take, like, a, an RV car and no, test it. No, it. it would weigh more than me. We'll me put bricks go. on it. Okay, so in 1992, Pennsylvania moved to kick the holdouts out for good. It's also um, the year that Power Rangers came out. And I was two. It's three years before I was born. Oh, I, this is, now you know how old all of us are. I just dated all of us. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just dated us all. I love it. <laughs> go um, ahead i'm ashamed just go so there were some people that did try to hold out um all of centralia's buildings were condemned its zip code has been eliminated and seven residents remained via court order but they are forbidden from passing down their property or selling it today centralia still burns as one of 38 known active mine fires in pennsylvania according wait just pennsylvania 38 active mine fires currently yep we really are a shithole well i mean pa was big is was a big coal mining industry we do um so you found a gateway to hell you're good i'm driving the bus (laughs) according That's going to become like our podcast. That's going to be our thing and it's going to be your fault. We're driving the bus to hell. Get on. Um, I've been saying that for years. So according to the state's Department of Environmental Protection, the fire could burn for another century if left uncontrolled. Um, So modern day Centralia is not just known for its blaze, but it is also known for the graffiti that covers the abandoned highway. I do have some photos I want to send. It is actually quite beautiful. Like it is just a long, cracked street coated in graffiti it's kind of amazing so part of one of the reasons that i wanted to do centralia um besides the fact that i think it has a fascinating history being such a significant part of pa's history as this devastating mine fire that started and continues to burn to this day but also because 
it was the inspiration for Silent Hill movie. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. Actually, I can't wait for my hair. Actually, growing in. actually, I am pretty certain it was the Silent Hill video games and movie that it was the inspiration. For. No, no. But the first time I hacked off my hair, right, I was 18, cut it boy short. And they said I look like the hot cop from Silent Hill, the blonde one. Oh, I can see it. That was me. And my hair is finally growing back and it might be that length. Again. And in fact, I yes. very specifically remember in the movie that at one point the cop is talking about how whenever she lived there and the town was was bustling and everything that a that she is the one that had waited with the boy who fell. Into the sinkhole. Wait, they wrote that into the movie? Yes. They awesome. wrote that into the movie. Then it is a gateway to hell. Yeah, it is. <sighs> hey, Rachel, add a sound effect, please. <laughs> Our producer, Sound Maiden, I need that siren sound, like, somewhere. So, like, if I lived there with my parents in their house and they die, they didn't will the house to me. But they can't. That's Right. And they didn't sell the house to me, but I'm still living there. You're just going to move your ass yeah. in and go finders keepers? Yeah. Like, oh, there's squatting house. rights. There's squatting rights. So that's a law. But, like, if I've lived there my whole life. It's my house. That's fair. That would probably be like a, a legal battle you would have to fight with someone. It's my house. You probably just have to pay some taxes and then they're like, it's cool. Do they have taxes? Yeah. Property tax. As long as somebody's paying the property tax, they're cool with it. But tax. if they don't have a zip code, do they have property tax? Let's find out. Because like it goes by zip code, doesn't it? Like Ross Township taxes, Westview taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So like if I don't have a zip code, do I not have to pay taxes? Because like I'm moving there. I Hello. need a lawyer. <laughs> Somebody be a lawyer and email us. Somebody be a lawyer. I could be a fake lawyer. Well, look, look, our email is themacabacademy at gmail.com. If you know shit about any sort of thing that's relevant to this, we can figure it out. Can I live in my parents' house? We want Brandy to move. I want to move there. To Centralia. You think I get cell phone service there? I mean, sure. I don't need to talk to you. They have cell phones that work in the jungle. There might be a way. It's Pripyat. (laughs) Pripyat? Yeah, that's what I was trying to say earlier. Pripyat. Pripyat. No, worst accent in America. I'm not getting it. It's not happening. I tried. Okay. I barely got through a chipset. Look, I had to... No. It's fine. I just... I don't have a Pittsburgh accent. But I do. Unless I'm, like, screaming in traffic and then I call everyone a jag-off. That's the most appropriate time to call somebody a jag-off. Oh, I'm listening to you jag-off and my boyfriend's like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, I'm not, up. I'm, not really, I'm not really, I'm not really sure. Like, yeah, like it. Because like, I'm sure you have to pay taxes, but like, would you pay them for the town over? I don't know. These are questions I need answered. Please, someone help me. Don't make me Google it. I Google weird things. I don't know if I said this yet. No, there are, there are taxes. Wait, what? But there's yeah. no zip code. The. How do they get mail? It's a sales tax. Not property tax, sales yeah. tax. Let's see. How do um, they get mail? Wait, Which, there's taxes to die, though. There's taxes for everything. It you're co- not wrong. It costs more to die than to live. Listen. Centralia property tax. We just had my grandma's funeral. It costs almost, like, 12 grand. Yeah. And that's insane. And it costs, like, like what? It like, might be a county-based thing. Fair. 
Okay, that's fair enough. But what? Like, having a baby is the cost of the hospital, right? So, like, maybe five grand to have a baby. Max. And then the state insurance will cover the bill if you're broke-ass like me, right? Oh, yeah. But when you die, nobody covers that bill except for the family. Yeah. So, like, when my brother died, oh, luckily we had the state insurance. And then we had my dad's private insurance. But, like, it cost, like, 30 grand. Yeah, it's a lot. And then they still made you pay for the surgery that killed him. Like, bitch, no, you killed him. <laughs> I'm not paying you for that. No, that's the thing, because otherwise you would have to file a malpractice suit, so you don't have to pay. Yeah, but, like, still, fuck but you. people have insurance for that shit. Yeah. But, like, if I bake someone a cake and they die, I'm not paying for that cake. That's fair. All right. <laughs> we'll give you your money back. Um... <laughs> You are so morbid. I am. I mean, I thought I was dark, and then I get Brandy a glass of wine, and she scolds me. Like, there's a whole new depth of dark I didn't know existed. I'm secretly dark. You look at me, and you're like, oh, that's a cute little girl. And then I talk, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, you were wearing the Be Kind shirt at yeah. work. We we haven't even opened my Pandora box, so. But, like, I'm like this cute little girl, and then it's just like, oh, fuck. No, um, so a couple intre- other interesting things that I found. I have this wonderful book called Weird Pennsylvania, your travel guide to Pennsylvania's local legends and best kept secrets. Is that a gargoyle? And that would look like a gargoyle. I'm going to assume that's gargoyle. It's a furry gargoyle. It is. Um, so this actually had some fairly interesting information on Centralia. Most notably... Centralia Church, unscathed by hell's fire. Centralia is quite a sight to see. All the vegetation is dead, the ground is hot, and you can feel the heat radiating from the ground. One observation I made, however, though I haven't been there in a few years and things may have changed by now. While all the grass and trees and such are dead in the town, the grass around the church still grows and looks fine. I found this to be pretty curious, says Will Copart Jr. So, so grass won't grow because of the grass. Probably because of the carbon monoxide. Okay. Like, there is some vegetation in parts of it, but there are large parts of it. Like, if you get an aerial view of Centralia, you can see the difference. Okay. That's, That's cool. um, there are plenty of other things that if anyone is interested, I'm sure you can look up Centralia. I do plan to visit there one day. Hopefully I won't die. Road trip. Road trip. Definitely a road trip. I have sippy cups for the wine. No one needs to know. Um, so because of the next episode we are going to do, I have a fun little thing for us ladies to do. Um, we are going okay. to... Take a sociopath test. Yes, sociopath test. Yes, ma'am. We are going to find out which one of us is the biggest sociopath. I bet it's me. I bet it's me, actually. So is this, like, as readers go? Like, how is this? uh, Is it yes or no? So how I'm going to have us do this is go through and answer the questions. Here's what the instructions said. On each criterion, the subject is ranked on a three-point scale. Zero equals item does not apply. One equals item applies somewhat. Two, item definitely applies. The scores are summed up to create a rank of zero to 40. Anyone who scores 30 and above is probably a psycho. 
So wait, each question we're rating either zero does not apply, one or two? Yes. Okay. So two applies, one is eh, and zero means not applies. Yes. Two definitely applies, one somewhat applies, zero does not apply. I'm a good test taker. Also, what's this first word? Exhibit. Do you Glib. What's glib? Glib. I knew what exhibit was. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, I'm not that stupid. Also, if you like your coffee black, you're probably a psychopath. Shit. I love black coffee. Oh, wait, wait. Glib is fluent and voluble, insincere and shallow. So you're a meaningless charmer. Superficial. Sometimes. All right. Wait, read the read the question. Let's start with question number one. Do you exhibit glib and superficial charm? Nope. It depends on who I'm around. Yes, I do. Thank you. Yes. All right. Do you have grandiose or exaggerated high estimation of yourself? Nope. Negative. Yes. Shut the fuck up, Justine. You're not our friend anymore. Excuse you. This is a good one. Do you have a constant need for stimulation? What kind of stimulation? I knew you were going to say that and I wanted to punch you in all the face. All of it. Just go with all of it. Okay. Question are four. Are you a pathological liar? How are you knowing if I'm lying or not? We're supposed to honestly be taking this. Okay, yeah, but like, if I'm a pathological liar. Hey, I'm now it's time either. to take bets on whether Dexter, Steffi, or Brandy is more of a sociopath. Yeah, that's a, that's a good, good thing. Now's the time to figure it out. Oh, Put yeah. your money down. My money's not on me, by the way. Are oh. you cunning or manipulative? Question number five. Yeah. Oh. Nope. I'm a sociopath, guys. I'm so sorry. Wait, hold on. No, no. Okay, wait. Let's just read the questions and try not to comment through the yes. answers because we're going to ruin the rest of this. Do you have a lack of remorse or guilt? Do you have a shallow effect or superficial emotional responsiveness? I am an empath. Oh, I'm not supposed to answer. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okay. Are you callous and do you lack empathy? Would somebody self-assess the... I feel like a sociopath would lie on this test. That's what I mean. Like, if I'm a pathological liar, bitch, I'm lying to you now. You don't know that. <laughs> do you have a parasitic lifestyle where you, you're you moocher? Oh, if you're a mo- moocher, Mooch. you can get the fuck out now. Okay, next question. Do you have poor behavioral controls? That means poor self-control? Because, like, I can't stop buying things at Target. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm addicted to Target. I don't think that's a behavioral thing. It is, though. Shopping is a behavior. It's actually part of uh, disorders if you can shop out of control. Oh, I have that. I know that because I've been in a lot of therapy. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I still see Okay. Um, nope. Goodbye. Yeah. I'm hey, sex. You might want to read the next question. Are you sexually promiscuous? I'm a nun. What is sex? <laughs> <laughs> Whereas there's not a whole lot off the table. Okay. Do you display early behavioral problems? So were you a problem kid? No. That's uh, debatable. Kind no, of, I, I was a great fucking child. That's because you're an old woman. I was a great child. I was an old soul, okay? That's what people say when you're a loser. Do you lack realistic long-term goals? 
Yeah, I'm Pardon? kind of a surprise I'm making it to 30. Right? Like, a, I'm not. I want to die an old lady in my bed while I sleep. Done. Me too. I didn't think I was I'm just surprised. Well, are you an overly impulsive individual? Yes. Guys, I'm a sociopath. How responsible are you? <laughs> I'm very responsible. Do you fail to accept responsibilities for your own actions? Oh, no. I own that shit. I fuck it up. Right. Do you have short-term marital or marital have relationships? Have you had many short-term marital relationships? Nope. Means were you married a bunch of times or were you yes. serious? Like, were you short-term marriages. Oh. Did you have a history of juvenile delinquency? Have Again, you- were you a bad kid? Did you get in trouble with the law? Like, I feel like they already asked that one. They did. Have you experienced a... Revocation. Revocation of conditional release. What? Did you go to jail and then, like, you were allowed out, but then they were like, no, you're not allowed out because you're a bad person? I'm too cute for that. Bro shit. And then lastly, do you display criminal versatility? Fuck does that mean? So you have multiple things that you can commit crimes. Like, are you a good thief and you're really good at, like, raping chicks? Is that a thing? But I feel like there's multiple skill sets to be a devious criminal. Okay, so tally up your points, right? Zero, one, or two. Okay, so you said anybody over 30 points could be a sociopath, right? Yes. How are you getting over 30 points? Because it's supposed to end up being on a scale of... The scores are summed to create a rank of zero to 40. There Are there 20 questions? Yeah. One, two, three. Oh, there are. Okay, my score's just so low. Listen here. <laughs> All right, who wants to go first? I'll go first. My score, ready on the sociopath test, seven. <laughs> What's yours, Brandy? 14. 20, bitches! I knew it! I knew you were the sociopath! <laughs> <laughs> She's so nice. <laughs> Brandy's too much of a straight shooter. I am, but there's no like, bitch, shut the fuck up. I will hurt you. No, like, oh, maybe I'll hurt you. No, I will hurt you. I'm glad I know this about myself, but I feel like, I think the point is, is like a sociopath knows they're a sociopath. Did you know? Uh, I have suspicions. You knew. Because she goes, at five bucks on the sociopath. Oh, yeah. We'll take the test for this Like, from the moment we decided to do this, I was like, I guarantee you it's me. She knew. I feel like you know. You know. I know. You know. I know. If it makes you feel better, I married a sociopath, so it's fine. So if you have children. We're not, thank God. Oh. I am not creating the next Ted Bundy. I Listen. respect that, though, because not every woman should be pressured into having kids. So the fact no, that you know no. that is See, awesome. See, I want kids, but, like, genetically, I should never reproduce. See, it, it's, it, I have no problem with having children. It's, it's. It's not for me, though. Like, yes, there maybe uh, if I would have chosen a different path in life, I would have been a parent. But the particular path I chose, I'm like, no. Listen, if I have to make sure before I go to work that I put pants on, I shouldn't be raising small humans. But listen, so like my nephew likes to run around the house in just his underwear. We call it an underwear party. So he doesn't Donald duck it. No, just because we like underwear parties. (laughs) Because, like, I don't like wearing pants. So, like, you want to have an underwear party? Okay! 
So if if we're in the business of of horrific morbid things, do we have a phobia to scare our witches with? Oh yes, this week? we do. We do have a weekly phobia. Let's get into that. That is all you, Dexter. Yeah, this is going to just give me one second. So she's not prepared. I'm like always. Okay. I do full time school and full time work. Okay. Like I was barely able to get myself dressed this morning. I'm very proud of you. Part of that was my husband's fault. All right. So for our weekly phobia, my my freaky darlings. We are going to do agoraphobia, which is a fear of places or situations that trigger fear or helplessness. It's singled out as a particularly common fear with its own unique diagnosis. So it's like a fear of being afraid? Um, So it's like open or public places. That's Um, me. Oh, I hate Kindness, wild animals. Oh, wait, no. Wild animals is a different one. Kindness is a different. She's one. so not prepared for. No, I'm not. Game. I'm sorry. Yeah, there was just like stop. this, like little s- section, and it started off looking like a dictionary. It looked like it was a definition, and then it was just like, here, we're just going to throw a couple other fears in there for you. Um, Are you using your good eye? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need to put your phone like nobody can your see face? you flipping me off right now. I know, but it is a personal satisfaction. <laughs> um so when it says a like places situation so it would be like um you know being in like a very public area so if you have a fear of public spaces probably don't go to times square or things along that line so yeah agoraphobia fair okay so wrapping up episode two We are hoping that you are enjoying what you're hearing and that you would love to join one of the houses here at the Macabre Academy on Patreon. Okay, my darling witches, it's time for your weekly non-offensive dare. You must be a Patreon to participate so you can earn points for your house. Each month, the house with the most points gets to vote on weekly, non-offensive dares, topics of future episodes, and so much more. Each week, once you've gotten your dare, you must safely and creatively complete a post on social media so that we can see that you've done the task. You can tag us at Twitter at Macabre Academy, or you can tag us on Instagram at the Macabre Academy, and you must include a hashtag with your house name to obtain the points. The world is a fucked up place. These dares are designed to bring silliness and random acts of kindness into the world. You must safely complete your dare. If you are unsafe, your points will not be counted. You can also earn additional points for your house by being the first to submit episode corrections to us at themacabacademy at gmail.com. Also, if we use your ideas or stories in a future episode, more points may be awarded. Let's return to the podcast to see what your weekly non-offensive dare will be. Okay, so for our houses this week, we're going to do a non-offensive dare. So if somebody could pull up a random number generator, yes. seeing as I forgot the dice at home. Um, again, the hashtags for each house are hashtag House Crowley, hashtag House Nevermore, 
hashtag House Barnum and hashtag House Veritas. All right, um, random number two. 43. 43. Okay. 47. Okay, which 43. is this week, number 43. Create a piggy bank and save for something. I'm so glad this is not one of the ones that involves touching other people. I don't have those because oh, that's for dead people too. Damn it. Yeah, what? please don't touch other people right now. Nope. Listen, if you die, you die. <laughs> <laughs> Wash your goddamn hands. <laughs> All right, so what we learned on today is that coal fires burn for a really fucking long time. Yes. Men probably started them. Yes. Men probably started them, but we love our male listeners. Thank you. So yes. join, Not trash. <laughs> join a house and then give us a post to create a piggy bank and show us that you're saving for something special. Like coffee. <laughs> Starbucks fund. That's your piggy that's bank. That's my Starbucks fund. All right. Let me tell you. <laughs> All right, so next week we will be doing the Sowell murders or Soul them. Look, Pittsburgh accent. It's spelled Sowell, S O W E L L. It's going to be a two parter. It's going to be intense. So hang in there and have a great week, witches. Yins aren't going to say bye. You're rude. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>